And to Jesus be the glory and the honor and the praise. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. I am looking forward to teaching today this beautiful Thursday on the atonement, healing in the atonement. Saints, I'm telling you, I have been feeling for days the Lord wants to heal his people, and I'm to teach on this, and I'm so glad I am. If the Lord has healed you, please, because we've been on it since Monday, if God has touched you physically, I need to hear from you. Please send me an email, pastorbenny at bennyhin.org. Pastorbenny at bennyhin.org. And by the way, don't forget, next Monday, this coming Monday, the 6th, is our prayer day. Join me for the prayer day on Zoom. So you need to register today to be a part of the Zoom prayer service that is on Monday, coming Monday. All right. Bless you. Thank you for it. And by the way, share this with your friends. Now I'm ready to get into the Word, but first let's pray. Wonderful Jesus, I thank you for your wonderful Word. And Lord, I thank you for your promises for healing. I thank you for what you said in your word, that you are our great physician. You are our healer. Not one of us needs to ever be sick. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. God's people said amen and amen. All right. Now, I've been talking about the importance of the cross. And healing always comes when people go back to the cross. Remember uh, King Hezekiah in Second Chronicles 30 when he celebrated the Passover, they were all healed. Israel was healed. After the Passover had been neglected for so many years, they were living in sin. Israel had disobeyed God. Sickness had come back to, to the land. And when he celebrates the Passover, they are healed in verse 20. God Almighty wants to do it again. It all began in Egypt when they left Egypt. And I told you yesterday, when we leave the world, that's when healing comes. They left Egypt, they were healed. When we leave the world, we, we will be healed. It's impossible to be healed if people are a part of the world, of the world, involved in the world. But the minute you leave the world and walk out, we are in it, we're not of it. The healing comes the second we walk away. And so, the cross. The cross is what brings healing to us. God introduced the cross to Israel in Exodus 12. They leave the land, all are healed. Someone, one or five, says when God brought, the, brought them out, not one, not one feeble among all their tribes. This is incredible. But the key is, in Second Corinthians, again, uh, 4, verse 11. For we which live are always delivered unto death. That means death to the world and the things of the flesh. For Jesus' sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So, here it says very, very, very clearly that when we die to the world, for Jesus' sake, his life will be manifest in our mortal flesh. When we identify with the work of Calvary, we will be healed. And I showed you scripture after scripture yesterday. But let's look at, and this is so beautiful and so familiar to, I'm sure, all of you. Psalm 103, 
But I want to point something out because it's always so beautiful to point those little nuggets, you know. Bless the Lord, verse 1. Oh, my soul and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So David is calling upon his soul to bless the Lord because he's talking about what? The atonement. He says, who forgives all your iniquities. The benefits are in the atonement. Verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not his benefits in the atonement. Who forgives all your iniquities. That's the work of the atonement. Who heals all diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction through the atonement. And then he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies because of the atonement. And he satisfies your mouth with good things. Now there's healing. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Health returns to your life because of the work of Calvary. And David understood that. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I told you yesterday that Israel suffered when they walked away from the work of Calvary And when they came back, they were healed. In Exodus 15, God said, Now if you quit murmuring, I'll be your healer. Because they began murmuring. God showed Moses a tree, symbolic of the cross. This is all in Exodus 15, which I showed you yesterday. He said, Cast it into the water. Let it touch people's lives. Then he made the promise, I'm the God that healed thee. And now the Bible says, and by the way, we, I showed you yesterday, Numbers 16, Numbers 21, Job 33, and so on, about when the cross is back, healing comes with the cross. Neither, verse 10, 1 Corinthians 10, neither murmur, as some of them murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happen unto them for examples for us. And they are written for our admonition. The word admonition here is instructions. Upon whom the ends of the world are come. So everything that happened to Israel that I showed you earlier happened to teach us. They walked away from the cross, sickness came. They came back to the cross, healing came. Every single time. They were away from the cross for 400 years and they became slaves in Egypt with disease in them. Moses comes back. God introduces the work of Calvary in Exodus 12, the the Passover. They eat the lamb. They identify with the lamb. They apply the blood. They identify with the death of the lamb because that's what it's all about, substitution. And now they, they get healed, every one of them. Later, God has to remind them in Exodus 15, don't murmur. If you murmur, you're going to get sick again. And he reveals what? The cross, the tree. They're healed. Number 16, they rebel because of Korah. Over 14,000 are dead. The atonement is made. The cross is brought back. People are healed. Plague stops. Numbers 21, serpents bite them because of their complaint and rebellion. 
God says, Moses, put a brazen serpent on a pole. And everyone who looks up at that pole and that serpent will be healed, will live. Jesus said to Nicodemus, as Moses lifted up the serpent, so shall the Son of Man be lifted. Meaning, I'm going to down on, on a cross, take the sin and sickness of the world. Whoever looks, meaning faith, believes, will be healed. Today, the emblem, the emblem of medical science in the United States is a pole with a brazen serpent. Nobody knows what it, what it means. It's amazing. Here, doctors, nurses, people who actually wear it on the wrist, you see it on buildings, and nobody knows what, what it means. It's the work of Calvary. Isn't that amazing? That the work of Calvary today is the symbol for health in America, and yet nobody pays attention to it. Don't even know what, what it means. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. So, we are connected to Israel. Everything that happens to them is our teacher. The Bible says very clearly we are a part of the nation of Israel spiritually. Galatians chapter 3, very, very quickly, even though you know it, I think it's important to understand what happens to them happens to us. We learn from it. So Galatians 3 Verse 7, know ye not, sorry, know ye, know ye therefore, that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Verse 16, the same chapter, Galatians 3, verse 16 says, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not to seeds as of many, but of one, to thy seed, which is Christ. Verse 29, all these talk about our identification with the nation of Israel. If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, connected to Israel, his seed, and heirs to the, and according to the promise. So here, here we see, so, I mean, over and over and over again, our identification with the nation of Israel. Ephesians 2 verse, verse 19 is quite powerful too. It says this, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. We are a part of Israel spiritually. That does not eliminate Israel naturally because God has not forsaken his natural ancient people. So, now, let's turn to Isaiah 53. Oh, this is the greatest chapter on divine healing in the whole Old Testament. I think probably in the whole Bible. So Isaiah 53. And I'm going to read to you verse 4. Very, 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 very powerful. Then I'm going to read it to you in Hebrew. In just a moment. He hath borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows. Oh this is so precious. This is so precious. I want to go. Oh you know what. I don't have my Hebrew Bible on this. Uh, Chad, is it possible that you can get me my phone real fast? Or oh, that's not possible. I know you're running the, the uh, equipment here. Can you do it? Okay, just my phone quickly. I want to read that to you in Hebrew because it's so powerful. Let me just first in, in English. Isaiah 53 verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs. 
carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. This is the greatest chapter on healing in the Bible. Oh, thank you. This is the greatest chapter on on healing in the whole Bible. The word griefs uh, is found 100 times, by the way. 100 times in the Old Covenant. It means choli, sickness, infirmities. It's translated sickness, except in this verse. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. But I want to read it to you very, very quickly myself, because I've been studying Hebrew lately, and oh, I'm loving the language. I'm absolutely loving the language. Because I want to show you from the Word of God this incredible, incredible verse 4. It says, Achen chalenu hu nasa. Wow. Surely our diseases he did bear. Umach ovenu sevalam. Our pains he carried. Not only our disease, but our pain. The King James says, surely he hath borne our griefs. No, that word grief right here is chalenu. And chalenu doesn't mean grief. It means disease, sickness. And that word sorrow in uh, the English King James, umach ovenu, our pain, our pain, he did bear. Savalam. Wow, Savalam. It's amazing. So a hundred times in the, in the Bible, that word is translated sickness, except in this verse. So the word grief here uh, is, a, is a mistranslation, because it really means disease. He has borne, and that word born, nasa, it means to carry away. It's the same word found in uh, John 1.29. He takes away our sin. He came to take away our sin, the sin of the world. So it's not just relief, it's substitution. God never promised relief. He promised substitution. Bearing, one bearing another's sickness. One bearing another's death. That's what that word means. He hath borne. He carried. And I love this. Born. Nasa. Carry away. He didn't just carry it. He also drove it away. Carried away the sin of the world and the sickness of the world. And carried our sorrows. I love it. So this is a work of really substitution. And it says in Isaiah 53, verse 10, something so powerful. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord to crush him, is the Hebrew word. He had put him to grief or disease. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, the church. He shall prolong his days, he's eternal. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. So, to make him sick, the, uh, it, it, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. That word is to make him sick, to crush him with disease. Isn't that powerful? Dear Jesus, I give you praise for that. 
You know, some of you probably right now feel being, that you're being crushed by cancer or crushed by heart disease or crushed by some horrible pain. Jesus was crushed for you. He was crushed for you. You don't have to be crushed by it. He bore it. He carried it. You, 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 you don't have to carry it. Give it to him today. Have communion today. Identify with the work of Calvary today. Bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our flesh. Paul wrote in Second Corinthians. Oh dear Jesus, touch your people as I'm speaking please. You know in Matthew. Dear God, I just feel the anointing talking to you. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. In Matthew 8. Oh, man, I'm having such a blessed time just looking at these scriptures. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. I just read it, saying himself took our infirmities. Himself took our infirmities. And here he uses the right words, infirmities, and bear our sicknesses. Isaiah 53, 4. Himself took our infirmities. Himself bear our sicknesses. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Oh, it's such a precious anointing. I'm feeling right now. Just lift your, your hands. Just say, Lord, heal my body right now. Even as I'm ministering the word, Lord, heal them, I pray. Heal them, I pray for your glory that faith will, will arise in their hearts right now. There you have that literal translation of the word disease. And that's why Matthew makes mention of that precious promise in, in Isaiah. He was referring to the body of Jesus bearing, taking our diseases taking our death. And that's why the Lord healed the people. Because in verse 16, it says, when the even was come, they brought to him many that were possessed with devils. He cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. He was pierced for transgressions, crushed for iniquities, punished for our peace. Transgressions are the actual sins. Iniquities is the state of the heart. And he was punished. That's deliverance from the curse. I'm going to repeat that again. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our, our iniquities, chastised for our peace. He was pierced for our transgression. Nailed to the cross. He was crushed when he took our disease for our iniquities. He was crushed not only for our iniquities, but also for our disease. Because disease and iniquities are twins, you know. He was punished for our peace. So transgression is the actual sin. Iniquity is the state of the heart. But he was punished, chastised, delivering us from the curse. So in the gospel... We see transgressions atoned for, our sinful nature, the condition of our hearts laid on him, and then our new life 
brought by him. Peace. Chastise for our peace. I give you praise. And with the stripes we are healed. By his wounds we are healed. So this is this is a part of of the redemptive plan of the Lord. This is a part of our redemption. So not only were we redeemed spiritually, we were redeemed physically on the cross. That is physical redemption through his agony as our substitute. Hallelujah. Surely. Why did he say that word achen? Surely. And the word achen uh, is a much stronger word than surely. It puts an oath behind it. You know, verily, verily, the truth, the truth I say unto you. In ancient times, they would lift up their their hand when they would say, verily or surely. So that word, achen, um, puts puts an oath behind it. So when, when it says in Isaiah 53, 4, surely, achen, it's like an, an oath, it's a vow. Surely he hath borne. He bore our disease. He carries our pain. Surely, it's a vow. Puts a lot of strength in there. You don't need to stay sick. You don't need to stay sick. You just need to have communion today, or as soon as you can, or if you're not able, have someone serve you communion for the next few days if possible. And then repeat, repeat, you know, when we have communion, Jesus says, do, not think, do. He didn't say, think these things. He said, do these things as often as you do. Doing means reenact, relive it. The Jewish people at Passover relive the Passover by the, by the food they eat. So today we relive by communion that we partake. We relive the sufferings. We relive the cross. We relive the shed blood. And that's how healing comes. You know, uh, Paul the, the uh, Apostle makes it very clear that anyone who, who does not understand the communion are sick. We will deal with this maybe tomorrow. But right now I want to I wanna just finish this here quickly. So God puts an oath behind it. Now notice sorrows or pain. That is included because often the worst diseases do not include pain. But blessed be his name, he includes the promise for us, even though sometimes pain is a part of the disease. He includes it. Because pain sometimes comes with disease, but not all the, all the time. He bore our disease. He carries our sorrow, our pain. Thank you, Lord. So the word here also covers mental pain. Not only physical pain, but mental pain. Isn't that precious? 
if you look at that word, it also means heartbreak. Inward heartbreak. The pain, inwardly. Affects our feelings, our, our affections. And to this day, he is still asking us. He's still asking us to give him our pain. To give him our burdens. Thank you, Lord, for this. I give you praise. I'm going to read a very familiar portion. And then, you know, I'm just sensing. I'm really, really sensing the Lord. I'm sensing the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. I give you praise for your love, Lord. I give you praise for your love. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. The Lord is saying to you, Come unto me. All you labor with disease. Are heavy laden with pain and disease. I will give you rest. Now stretch your hands towards me. I'm stretching my hands towards you this Thursday. Believe in God to heal you. Lord, you promised. You said surely. Achen. He bore our disease. Thank you for the anointing. Care our pain. That's your word, Lord. You said if we come, we'll receive. You said, come unto me, all you who labor. I will give you rest. Your people right now, Lord, who are in pain. In pain physically, in pain emotionally. That heartache that you know about. That sickness you know about. Oh, Lord, they're giving it to you right now. And I pray you'll touch them, that your sweet presence will manifest right where they are. And I rebuke that sickness. I rebuke that disease in the name of Jesus. Be healed today. Be made whole today from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Oh, beloved child of God. Be healed from that disease in your body. Be healed from that pain in your body. Be healed from that pain in your heart too. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, right now let your mercy touch them. Manta Give you praise for your healing power and virtue. Touch your people. In Jesus' name. Many of you are sensing the Lord's touch. If God is touching you, the Lord has healed you, just send me an email. Pastor Benny at BennyHin.org BennyHin.org And I'll come tomorrow, Friday. I'm going to finish my teaching tomorrow because I'm not done yet. 
And let's believe God for a blessed day tomorrow. That your healing truly will be there. And you that are not sick, that what I've been sharing will keep you healthy and healed. So be blessed today. And now let's give to the Lord's work. Giving is in the Bible. We can't brush it aside. We can't ignore it. And his promise is, if we give, we will receive. If we faint not. Don't leave me yet. Please don't. Don't leave me yet. I want to pray with you that the Lord will bless your finances. I really feel the anointing so strong. You know, when you sow seed and the anointing is flowing, that's when the seed really brings forth the harvest quickly. And there's an anointing right now flowing. This is the time to sow. I learned that years ago. You know, when the anointing is flowing, that's the time to sow. Because it will happen so quickly. If you need a quick turn around financially, you, you, you need to sow something tangible today. You, you need to say, Lord, I'm trusting you for my harvest to come and come quick, come on time. I'm trusting you to protect me, Lord, and bless me. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, listen to their hearts, to what they're saying, Lord, in their hearts. Bless them, minister to them in this blessed sweet moment as they sow their seed for your work. Multiply the seed and give it back to them, Lord, many times. Multiplied many times. And Lord, those that need that quick miracle, nothing is impossible with you, Lord. You've done it for me. Do it for them. If they need that quick turnaround, that they'll see a, a, a financial breakthrough besides a, a, a healing, Lord, in Jesus' name. Grant it for your glory. Amen. Well, go ahead and sow your seed right now on the platform you're watching me on. Or you can go to our website, benihin.org, or simply text with your phone, BHM45777. BHM45777. Tomorrow again, I will be with you. And uh, it's been a glorious day. And I pray healing is yours in Jesus' name. Much love. Bye-bye.